Previously on the NPC Adventures. Aaron became an idiot almost one week ago today. And you three have been tasked with showing him how truly stupid he has become. The contract you accepted almost a week ago was purposefully vague. Stating simply that you retrieve the circlet of the Dao in hand and leaving the how up to you. Things did not go so well for you. He's clearly, like, you've seen him now, very, very drunk. Can we go upstairs? Of course. <coughs> and she I love your sexy girl voice. <laughs> <laughs> that door, can I blow open that door? You want to blow open the door? <laughs> sure, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, how do you want to blow this up? Wind. Wind. Yeah, with elemental wind. magic. Yes, I want to like make like a gust <laughs> of wind. That's subtle. I'm assuming. <laughs> As you snap, uh, a gust of wind is pushed against the uh, the door. A little stronger than you wanted it to be. <laughs> so it splinters the uh, the the door uh, jam and just slams against the wall on the other side. He points to you and says, "You out." I'm drinking my beer. Get out. I don't care. I don't care. I think it was you. I'm not sure. I just don't like your face anymore. Get get out. Um, so you look through, and yeah, you do see a lot of skin. All three of the girls are around the bed. Not on the bed, he's still tied to the bed. So she sees the coin purse, and she sees your motions, and she sort of gets it. It all sort of flashes, and she's like... And she, you know, gives you a thumbs up, kind of discreetly, <laughs> and um, uh, she starts making um, a bit of a um, wink. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a wink, a little bit of a thumbs up, uh, and she starts making a little sexy story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sexy yeah. motion. Uh, and she climbs onto the bed and puts her hand over his eyes. Yes, but what I do have is a nifty little arrow that we discussed. Yes, and I would like to take that out. And smash it against the wall next to his head. <laughs> it is an arrow that has a small little vial mm -hmm. toward the uh, the tip of it, mm -hmm. and in that vial is a potion that negates magic oh, in the area. Cool. You grab it uh, and lift it off of his skull, and he is struggling <laughs> with the uh, ropes that are tied to the bedposts. And he actually is able to sort of maneuver his body to grab your wrist. Oh, okay. I stab him in the wrist. He so. gets he gets stabbed in the uh, uh, in the forearm, and he like screams out, and he pulls his arm away, and blood is sort of just like splashing over his naked body <laughs> and the naked body of the two women. Oh, and he's like, oh, ah, the ah, women that ah. weren't helping me. Yeah, yeah. That's good because <laughs> I'm giving her money later, <laughs> and I'm fucking out. So you should be with me. Yeah, I'm late too. <laughs> you see Pod sort of sitting next to uh, the door on the stoop and Bones. I drop it in his lap and I say negate this shit before it comes back on. I'll negate it, but it sticks with me. No, we were hired for a job, bruh. That's not how this works. No, no, like it sticks with me until we get there. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, oh, okay cool. the damn thing. I don't want to get strangled <laughs> by that fucking thing. You hear... Aaron's voice. He's looking up and down and he actually like, you know, gives you the universal fuck you sign yeah. and just books it down uh, to the next alley which is about uh, uh, 20 yards. I'm gonna Yo, pull my hey, shield out start hey. walking. I'm gonna pick his ass up and go. Hey. <laughs> I fucking hate being picked up. You know this! <laughs> so he just sort of runs headlong into your chest and he's like, ah, ah what the f what the hell? 
what the hell? And he, like, looks up at you, and you can tell that his eyes are, like, shaking. They're darting back and forth. A pair? Uh, yeah, it takes you a little bit, but you're able to to take the robe off of him. You can add that to your sheet. You now have a robe. Okay, so you guys are heading back uh, to the Brothers Coin. You guys have now made it back to um, the northern part of uh, uh, Fletcher's Roads, uh, where it sort of branches out into the more financial district. And on the very edge of that is your destination, the Brothers Coin. It is a pretty large building. Uh, about four stories tall, you know that it has, you've been here dozens and dozens of times, you know that it has barracks in the back, uh, where people who, you know, need a room to play, or, uh, yeah, a room to sleep in, this is where they go. Um, you know that it has the open area, which is sort of like, uh, a nice little bar, and, uh, kind of common area. Uh, as soon as you open the door, you see that common area. Uh, and it almost has the same sort of layout as the uh, brothel. Mm -hmm. It's just not as uh, ostentatious. It's not as beautiful and decadent. It's uh, much more functional. All the chairs are made of wood. They have very simple cushions on them. Uh, there's tables and a myriad of different people that you've, you've either come to know or you've seen around the place a bunch of times. Um, they're all chatting, drinking, laughing, having a great time. Um, so you bring, um... It's kind of like the mercenary hub. Yeah, they don't like to be called mercenaries. What do we like to be Thieves. called? Scoundrels! No, you are, um... Freelancers! Freelancers is, is a much Tokens? better, much better name. Uh, you... These are uh, just people. Wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, these are just people who um, like to make coin, doing exactly what you just completed, Tokers. getting things that have either been stolen or that people with coin say have been taken from them, or just they want. Can we call ourselves tokeners? No. Like somebody's token. No. <laughs> you can no. call yourself a tokener all you want, Pod. Cool. <laughs> but that's a stupid name. I think it's clever. <laughs> so, um, uh, you enter the place, and everyone you know sort of looks your way, gives you a wave. Uh, there's a handful. Norm. Of, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a norm Those situation chairs, yeah. going on. I yeah. don't want to be norm. <clears throat> um, but uh, you know, they all smile, and um, uh, a, a handful. Or uh, actually, there there is a, a dwarf uh, that Bones knows. Um, and he is sort of in the corner, already in a conversation uh, with another human. But he sort of looks your way and gives you a thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. And you give him a thumbs up, and he sort of smiles and and raises his glass to I you. I put my hood up. And put your hood up. Yeah. Okay. Um, weird. So. <laughs> yeah. You travel with weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to make a, a, a nice entrance. Yeah. Uh, so, you um, walk up the stairs, uh, and instead of the hallway that the brothel had, this one opens up into what looks sort of like a DMV waiting area. <laughs> uh, there's just chairs uh, in rows and columns, uh, and there's just sort of groups of three or four uh, sort of sitting and waiting. Um, and you see... Uh, uh, one uh, goblin, and you see one Garuda sitting next to each other, 
uh, and their heads are hung low, um, and they're the only two in here, um, and they're not looking too happy. And you can already sort of hear a loud conversation happening in a room that's uh, on the far end of this this waiting area. What are they saying? You can't hear what they're saying, but it is loud. Whatever it is, it is loud. <laughs> I stay as far away from the other goblins as I possibly can. Okay. Then I put my hood up. Okay. And uh, as you guys sort of crest over the staircase into the into the waiting room, uh, the Garuda sort of looks your guys' direction and notices bones and uh, you you know this Garuda, but uh, you've you've met him, you've drank with him, you've told stories with him before. Um, this is Garalax. Garalax. Hi, Garalax. Gary. <laughs> and he sort of Gee. he sort of does his half-hearted smile under his beak, and he's like, "Bones, good to see you." Well, you look down. Yeah, boss ain't too happy. Oh, it's been a uh, it's been a rough week, and this was well, this was it. What's up? We didn't get our charge. We were supposed to bring guy back. We couldn't find him. What guy? I don't know. Some shipper down south. I I can't even remember the details. Maybe that's why you didn't get him back. Well, Austin knew all the details, and Austin, he's he's in there right now. Ah. And as you can hear, it's not going well. And almost on cue, you hear, sm like, smashes of glass and more <laughs> yelling and... Yeah. And uh, he looks back up at you and he says, What about you, you guys? We got the crown. That's good. It's good to hear. It's probably going to net you guys a pretty penny hat, I suppose. Probably. Probably. And uh, a couple moments pass, and Austin comes out, and he looks like he's been holding back tears. Uh, what a bitch. <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's also a human. He's dressed in uh, leather armor, and he has a rapier on his side. Um, he has uh, kind of short black hair and a very thin mustache. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what a douche. He kind of looks like, like a douchebag, but um, you know, he has actually showed you a couple things with a sword. Uh, no, he has not. Do not imply things about my character without my <laughs> approval. <laughs> well, whether or not Bones took it as an educational experience or just platitude um, <laughs> uh, you know that you know that Austin he knows his way around a rapier for can sure can I just call him Indigo 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 Indigo, Indigo. <laughs> okay, Indigo. Montoya yeah 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 uh, he's like he kind of looks like uh, he kind of looks like him except with shorter short hair okay. not, not long hair hmm. um, uh, but he he looks over at you bones and sort of gives a half-hearted smile and his two companions get up and walk down the stairs. I catch him by his arm <sighs> and ask him what's going on. 
and he uh, sort of swallows back um, a little bit and he says well it, um, <clears throat> it's been an absolute pleasure working with you Bones for as long as I have yeah what'd you fuck up we couldn't find her she huh? yeah yeah uh, some <clears throat> some uh, rich widower uh her daughter ran away um, out of uh, uh, White Hart province and uh, we were told they were heading to Thaden so they yeah so she was with someone yeah her and uh, I don't know some boy toy um, and uh, well we chartered a boat we went to Thaden we looked around we did the normal things you know staked out the normal places, made sure that uh, she wasn't going into any banks or nothing, and no one ever showed. No one ever showed. Who was the boy toy? Uh, I don't know, some vagrant, as far as I can tell. I, I, not even the Whiteheart guards knew his name. Any details? Did you even try to find out who the boy toy was? Well, he was, yeah, um, I mean... He was sort of like you. He was. He was from Thaden, and he uh, came up here a few years back, trying to make a name. But as you well know, Thadens have a hard time up here in Dolensheim. So only the stupid ones. I suppose only the stupid ones. So uh, yeah, he. Uh, hello. He. Uh, <clears throat> he got his head on the chopping block a couple times for uh, vagrancy or uh, I don't know stealing the wrong thing from the wrong guy and I thought I thought just heading back to his, to his hometown would uh, prove fruitful but uh, mm. it's been a month and well that's where you nothing. fucked up once you leave you don't go back is that right hmm well, Bones, to be honest, I wish you were here, around, instead of these knuckle fucks. Oh no, these two are fine. I think you're the one that fucked up. Have a good day, though. <laughs> he lets him go. <laughs> 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 he likes the Garuda. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so Austin and his two companions make his make their way down the stairs, and you hear the door open and close behind. And... Um, you guys are now in the waiting room alone. Going to wait until we're called. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys take your seats and... Uh, Bones does not sit. Okay. All right, so you guys are just standing around or sitting down. Sitting. I don't care. Standing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, a few moments pass. And uh, it, 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 takes, it takes a long time. But uh, e the door opens on the other end and a very large set of shoulders and a big old head pokes his head out and he's like, Bones, Pod, Aegis, good to see you guys. Shoulders bigger than mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is Respect. a This <laughs> is a big old orc. Ah. Super green, super bald. I love him. Shirtless. And he, he's my favorite. <laughs> Bones adores him. 
And he has a he war axe on his belt. And the belt is holding up just tattered, tattered breeches. <laughs> and <laughs> fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> and he is uh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh he doesn't have any shoes on, uh, and he looks like oh, oh, he could kill all of you in a second. Maybe. Absolutely, and that's why I love him. <laughs> Go right in, I greet him. Um, and he opens the door, and um, he lets you guys in. And behind the desk is a halfling. It's a beautiful desk. It's massive. At least a yard long. Three yards long. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, and it's made of incredible wood, and it has little trinkets here and there, and a beautiful little lamp that, of course, is a magical lamp. It's not electrical because there is no electricity. Uh, <laughs> but as you enter, you've you've been in this place before. Um, it is very well decorated. He, this halfling, has little trinkets, odds and ends, all over the place. Little uh, displays of uh, skeletons of creatures that you've seen in your travels, but still are kind of rare. And uh, paintings of, of vistas and people. This guy is a collector of many, many things. And as you guys all know, uh, halflings trade in story. Um, however, this halfling trades not only in story, but also in the contracts given to him for the brother's coin. Uh, he he's, uh, <laughs> he's so short... And the desk is too big for him, and the chair isn't quite tall enough for him, so you can only see basically his shoulders up. So he looks like a kid. So he looks like a kid, yeah. but uh, he has uh, kind of a, not a very thick beard, but kind of a, you know, scraggly, uh, patchy beard, um, and uh, black hair slicked back with what looks probably like grease or something like that. Uh, uh, maybe. What's that? Tar. Maybe. No, probably grease. They've moved on from tar, I think, from here. It's a classy um, joint. Yeah, it's a classy joint. But, uh, oh, his vest and his, his coat, the collar comes up almost past his ears like he is dressed to the 20s. He looks amazing. And the big old orc uh, actually sort of leads you in and um, sort of goes off into his own corner uh, on the uh, right side of the desk is a small library and the uh, the big orc sits down in his nice big chair and he puts little spectacles at the end of his nose and he cracks open the book that he's uh, that is why bones loves him <laughs> <laughs> that that he uh, you know he had his protect him at all costs <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a nice little bookmark in the spot and he starts reading he's gonna bring him a book next time <laughs> I take my eyes off the little crown and I go sit on his shoulder to read the book with him. Sir, do not insult we, them. <laughs> we know these guys. Like, come on. Not that well. <laughs> I just sit there quietly. You said we've been here for years. We know these guys. This is, <laughs> this is what I All do. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there are two chairs on the opposite side of the desk. Um, his hand doesn't move from the paper, but he looks up and he says, Boys! Oh, it's good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? How did you guys fare? I look at, uh, Pod over here. 
I'm reading the book with. <laughs> we did great. I owe a whore money. <laughs> you owe a whore money. Yeah. That is strange. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that you guys got the circlet. Can I see? Can I please see the circlet? Come on. I've investigated it while we were walking, right? So uh, I know everything. Yeah, yeah. We, we can get to that later. I want to get to this scene. Okay. Uh, I'm not even looking away from the book. I pick it up and I toss it to him. You toss it to him? Yeah. Um... Okay, Bones is just going to catch it <laughs> okay, and uh, hand it off. Uh, real quick, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Not saving throw. There's no yeah. such thing as a saving throw. <laughs> Technically, this is a saving of a throw. Yes. Pair. Two, uh, two pair. pairs. Thank you. <laughs> two pairs? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're able to like catch it, but you sort of fumble. You're like, oh, good. Uh, no. I look immediately at him and go, sir. <laughs> you caught it. I knew you would. <laughs> um, and I will bring it to him. All right. So he takes it with his left hand, and this is when you notice, and you've noticed this before. It's sort of a very interesting thing that he can do. He is writing everything that's happening as it's happening with his right hand, as he has his free left hand. Yeah. Uh, so he takes it and he looks down at it and he says. My God. No, he doesn't, because there's no gods. <laughs> I mean, you could still say it. Yeah, he says, my stars. This is beautiful. How'd you guys get it? If only you had stars, eh? Oh, I stabbed a guy. You stabbed a guy? Of course you did, Bones. You stab a guy almost every time I send you out. Yes, I do. We That's have to fantastic. negate the magic. Negate the mat. I'm sorry, what? I negated it because otherwise it wasn't going to come off of his head, but Pod here can uh, regate it or however else you do that magic-y thing. All right, fellas, you scared me. You scared me half to death. All right, go ahead, Pod. Got to keep you on your toes. Eh? Undo the magic that you put onto this incredibly valuable circlet. I would maybe set it down. He sets it down in front of him. I'm going to fix the glasses he broke, too. No. <laughs> now maybe scooted away. Bones is just kind of like scooting. <laughs> he like, takes like a pen. He just like no, no, no. I don't trust that fucking thing. I'm doing all this, not even magic. looking up from the book. By the way, I'm still reading. All right, give me um, black magic. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Bones is just like literally. It's literally just like. Just gonna Does that count? Make sure if it's cocked, re-roll that die. Can't. Oh, I see. Um, no, you have to roll with intent. All right, and you should be fine. <laughs> oh. Pair of sixes. One pair? Yeah, one, one pair. <laughs> okay, And that's so why I moved it away. You, you do the snap, and... I'm still reading the book, by as, the way. As far as you can tell, it's back. So, as Dougal is writing down what you guys are saying... And uh, he notices that you undid the magic. Um, he sort of looks at it again and concentrates for a second and does a small glyph uh, with his finger. I watched this. On this the gold. I look up. Right. On the gold band of the circle. What is he doing? Uh, what he's doing is checking to see if what you did worked. And he opens his eyes and nods. All right. All right, boys. You guys did really good. Now, the contract said 6000 Am I wrong? 
You know, I don't like it when you check my work. You know I'm good. <laughs> Pod, I understand that you are one hell of a magician, but I don't give a shit. Hmm. So. That's why we don't like each other. 6,000. Am I wrong? No, sir. Fantastic. Well, it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could do um, with a little bonus so I could pay a couple of whores. A bonus, you say? Like 25. 25. So 6,025. You know, I would be more than willing to give that money up to you if, uh, if you can tell me where uh, this Urin is. This Urin writer, it says. Somewhere Think in the middle he's of the, the street, yeah. naked. <laughs> In the middle of a street, say I knocked naked. him out and left him naked in the road. <laughs> Might still be there. All right. He's got a big old arm wound. How about probably this? not making it too far? How about this? I will give you that extra twenty-five. In fact, I'll even throw in a twenty-five of my own money, if one of my boys can go down and pick up Aaron. <laughs> Fair. Don't care. Sure. All right. Twenty-five. Six thousand fifty. Coming to you right now, it's just the six thousand. Each so, or total. Each. <laughs> You're crazy, Aegis. <laughs> You're absolutely crazy. I love this guy. Aegis, I love this guy. So he snaps his fingers and the orc actually closes his book, takes his little pontonez off of his nose. There'll be a wound about right here. I'm still sitting. I mean, he'll also be naked in the I'm road. I'm still sitting also on his shoulders, the by the way. <laughs> okay, so he uh, he stands up, and uh, actually, you hit your head on the ceiling because he's so tall. <laughs> God damn it! Um, and you know I'm sitting here. He moves over to uh, a side door that you guys kind of didn't notice uh, since it's sort of like built into the paneling of the, the walls, and he sort of pushes it and slides it aside, and inside, whoa, gold. Gold, silvers, coppers. You can tell that these are different thicknesses, which means that they're from different provinces as well. They're also uh, halfling gold, dwar dwarven gold, all sorts of different types of currency. And uh, he pulls out uh, a sack, and he pulls out another sack, and places it on Dougal's desk. And uh, Dougal slides the two sacks towards Bones and says congratulations gentlemen you just completed the most expensive contract we currently have out I appreciate you guys' hard work yeah we didn't work very hard thank you <laughs> uh, so yeah you guys now have 6,000 gold to dis distribute among yourselves I did the most work <laughs> 2,000 each? Yeah, 2,000 each and you keep the 50. There we go. That's all I wanted. You guys don't have the 50 yet. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Dougal sort of, um, you know, as he's finishing writing, um, he closes the book that he's uh, currently working on and uh, slides it to the side uh, next to a much larger and taller stack of books. Um that are almost identical. Uh, so, let's see. He um, he pulls out another book from a drawer on his left-hand side and sets it in front of him and says, I've got another contract, if you guys are willing. Ugh. 
This one doesn't pay as much. Is it the one Austin fucked up? But it's a lot quicker. No, the one Austin fucked up is fucked. That girl is long gone. I don't give a shit. Your accent, where'd it go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think you forgot it in his rush. I did. I'm sorry. So it's so inconsistent. Bring the accent back. Dougal. Next time, next time I, I deal with Dougal, we'll fucking bring the accent You're back. You're still doing it, Dougal. Anyway. So he says, this one only pays 2000 but... Yeah? But, um... Okay. But, uh... It only pays 2000 but I swear it won't last a week. Maybe two nights. Swear it won't last a week. It only pays 2000 You promise it only lasts two nights. So, if on the second night we don't have it done, do I get to come back? No, the ca- contract has failed and I don't get as pissed off as I did with Austin. What does it entail? Well, he opens the book and inside is incredibly written detail. You can see that the handwriting is fucking tiny. And he reads it no problem and he says that so this uh, well this orphanage on the other side of uh, the uh, let's see that would be the east side of the White Hart province uh, closest to where you know they're building the uh, new train tracks it's about a block away from there anyway a couple nights ago nope last night they actually found a room that they didn't know was there. And they also found inside that room a goblin. Dead. And uh, apparently shot in the head. Shot? Yeah. The uh, details are these. He is tied to a chair, this goblin fella. Um, behind his back are his hands also bound and he is holding in a death grip what the White Heart guards are calling the murder weapon. Do you have it? The murder weapon? Aye. No. White Heart guards have uh, basically left the room completely alone since they discovered it. I'm sure you can so let me get that. There's still a eh? rotting corpse in an orphanage? That seems unfair. No, some uh, glyphs were put on the door so that the uh, contents of the room remained, you know, so you want us to go untouched. Under. So he's holding the weapon which killed him? That's what the guards are saying. And we want that gun because that's expensive. That is a very expensive gun, but I'm pretty sure that the White Heart guards would not let you walk away with it. But I'm sure there's a way we could walk around that. So exactly is the job. So the job is to find out what the hell happened to this stupid goblin. And can I gun. keep the weapon? Uh, you can deal with the White Heart Guard captain for all I care. But uh, all we need to know is what happened and who killed this guy. Do you know the name? The name of what? The goblin. The goblin? Aye. No, I don't know the goblin's name. I barely know your name, Pod. Why are you always such an asshole? Because <laughs> you're a goblin. I'm only an asshole to you. That's why we're not and friends. actually most of my other employees. 
Oh, but we're buddies. Anyway. Um, 2,000 gold, all we need is a name. We don't even need you to find him. Name or location or anything to help. What do you think, Eggsy? Two thousand's a little low. Two thousand's a little low, you say? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of unknowns in this. A lot of unknowns, you say? Shot with a gun. The gun is. We will deal with the gods. You know how painful it is to deal with them gods. We don't want the gun. And there's three of us. Two thousand's not really uh, easily divided. You bastards drive a hard bargain, but you make a lot of sense. So, how about this? thousand gold each and again if you guys come back with nothing no harm no foul I understand this isn't quite in our wheelhouse but the contract was a little too tempting not to take bones sure hmm. we're just finding the name of the goblin not the name no. of the goblin no the name of the guy who nobody shot cares about the goblins goblin. pod nobody except you <clears throat> who gave the contract uh, that, of course, is confidential. Oh, come on, old pal. Questions. <laughs> yeah, no, that's confidential. Uh, yeah. Well, no, if you want, go ahead and roll a charisma. It's been so long since I've been on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nothing? Okay. Aww. Yeah, he's not giving you. All right. So right. he finishes writing the last word and he flips the book around and at the bottom of that page that he was writing, almost like perfect, perfect, perfectly spaced out are three lines ready for you to sign. On my mark. Get set, go! He signs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your catchphrase? Get set, go? <laughs> no, he said mark. Oh, I no. see. I just decided to yell, get set, go. Right, no, cool. he doesn't have a catchphrase. He just signs his name and then leaves with two bags. And they can follow if they want. <laughs> if you and want your follow, money, follow I him. I take my fingernail and I scratch the line. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Cool. That's my signature. That's all right. I stay a little bit to have a conversation. Uh, Sure. How? Okay. How are we going to have that conversation? Mm, I don't know. That's up to you. Yeah, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah. Um, okay, um, we can have that conversation. Don't okay. you worry about it. You have that conversation, and we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Wait. A uh, I did want to tell you, Pod, um, that the circlet that you just handed over, pretty much, it was just made from white heart gold, which is one of the most expensive golds um, in all of Dolanshine, the entire continent, um, just because of the name White Heart. Um, this is the family of the White Heart Province. I don't care about the gold. I care about the magic. Right. You care about the magic. Okay. So it was a gold circlet in the center um, where it should have rested uh, on about the forehead um, was a beautiful white opal. And that white opal had a very powerful and rare enchantment that is basically the magic hand. It is a hand that does your bidding for as long as you can keep it going. Um, and as you can tell from um, seeing it in the brothel, it was ready to do whatever Erin uh, needed it to do. And um, you have some ideas as to... How to recreate it? No, not how to recreate... Well, you might be able to recreate it, but you have some ideas as to what Erin uh, was using it for, uh, considering he was in a brothel. 
Um, <gasps> and he also had uh, quite a lot of money, which you could see some benefits of having an invisible magic hand uh, in a crowded space, so you know what he was using it for. Um, and yeah. Can I, like, know any, like, would I be able to recreate it after, like, a long time? Uh, yeah, I mean, you'd be able to recreate it. I, I wouldn't say with ease, but it would, it would take you a couple days and you'd be able to do it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, are you guys heading to this place? I'm going to make sure I get my gold off of the bones who ran off of the bags. That's a good idea. What did uh, you break in the room, by the way? Uh, you don't know. Oh. Can I do a notice? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and, and give me a notice check. Um, you have no idea. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall we head to the scene? I would are conversate between you two. Gonna keep going, or are we gonna stop for now? Because it's eleven, or what are we doing? We're we just moving into the next mission. Uh, I do want to start the next scene. Okay. Um, but yeah, you guys. I say we should probably at least go see the scene before anything gets uh, moved around. All right. Well, we can head that way. Okay. Oh. Where the hell is Pod? I've already started walking. Oh, okay. Um, so, <laughs> before you start walking, you actually know that this is quite a travel. Uh, this is going to probably take uh, a good hour to two hours. Um, and you do know that Aegis has a, wagon. a horse and wagon uh, ready to go right next to the Brothers Coin. You could take that or walk or... Well, I don't care what they do. I'm going to take my wagon. All right. <laughs> Are we passing by that brothel? Uh, no. no. Okay. Yeah, that's on the uh, sort of south side of town. You're now heading east. You're, you are now north of that and now heading east. Okay. I hop in the wagon. All right. Uh, so as you guys kind of clip-clop down the road, um, Pod, again, this is, this is different for you. Uh, I mean, even at this late hour, you're getting to, like, near midnight, and you're still seeing people trying to sell things, people uh, uh, trying to sell their wares. Uh, a handful of people are cleaning up uh, their wares and heading home, but there's still people trying to sell bread and fish and any number of things, um, as well as this is about the time that uh, the homeless people are starting to try and find shelter uh, of any kind. It is pretty hot as it's getting closer to summer, um, and uh, it's strange. Back in your hometown, there wasn't homelessness. Everybody had a home. Um, for all of the mistakes that the goblins can make and do make, they are good to their people. Um, and you can see that the humans don't hold that as much high regard as you might have thought or were hoping for. So... As you guys are getting closer, you guys are noticing that the buildings around you are starting to get taller and wider. The streets are wider. Um, the streets are also much cleaner. There are less homeless people. Uh, the dirt uh, roads that are more common uh, are now beginning to get cobbled. And um, yeah, you start getting to the main part of town and uh, Right down the road, sort of. Uh, yeah. Do I know how to make a gun? Do I know like what a gun looks like? Sorry. Yeah, you know how to make a gun. You understand the mechanics behind it, but no, making like one would be very difficult for just you. Just the figure of what it is. Yes. Cool. Can I start making a figure of what a 
gun pretty much looks like. Sure, give me, give me, um, uh, give me a white uh, magic check. Uh, so down, um, down this main street and to the left, uh, down a smaller, thinner street. There's the um, uh, uh, orphanage, and outside are two white heart guards in beautiful white uh, cloaks. And underneath, you know, are uh, big silver chromed out chest pieces. It's like royal garb. Just royal, absolutely gorgeous. Not a scratch, not a dent, not a fingerprint on it. What'd you get, Pod? Three pairs of two. Three pairs of two, yeah. Uh, yeah, you make it into a pretty good gun shape. Um, and so you guys are there. Okay, I find a nice kind of safe parking spot or stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like on the street. Yeah. Yeah. I put that thing under my cloak. Okay. It's hidden. All right. I hop off and go towards the guards. Yeah. And um, they sort of notice you're walking, especially you, and um, nod. Like, how can I help you? I just look at Bones. Oh, I didn't follow you guys. Oh, okay. I'm hanging back. Oh. I'm watching how this interaction plays out. Okay. Do the guards know about yeah, the two we, coins? Like, do they the brothers' coin? coin? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay, okay. Well, I'd say we're here to see the body. All right, the contract ears. All right. So, um, you're gonna walk up these stairs. Make sure not to disturb the little ones. Then you're gonna go up two flights of stairs. Then you're gonna hit a door. Go ahead and open that door. I'm gonna ask about: Is it okay to question anybody? Most of the people are asleep, but uh, I know the headmistress is, uh, well, she's a light sleeper, especially nowadays. Do you know anything about what happened? All I was told from uh, the guard captain was that, uh, well, they found this poor goblin sitting there, brains all over the floor. Not a great scene in there. Nothing, right. nothing an orphanage needs to see, especially. Do you know if there were any witnesses? They didn't even know the room existed. Is that right? Walk on through. All right. How big is this building? Uh, this is a three-story building. Um, it has kind of uh, it's it's about I would say twenty yard or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, fifty yards wide. You don't know how deep it is, but it's an orphanage, so it's it's pretty big. A lot of windows or not as many? Second floor has a bunch of windows. The first floor has just two kind of big bay windows. Hmm. Uh, third floor does not have windows. Weird. Right, I'm going to head up towards that room. Okay. They want to go. All right. So you open the door, and sure enough, inside is a goblin. He's His body is sort of slumped, but he's still tied to the chair, so he can't fall all the way. His hands are tied behind his back, and you can see just the edge of the gun. Um, and you even see right underneath where the gun barrel is is a hole in the ground in the in the floorboards, like lined up with the gun in his hand. And you can see that, uh, yeah, this this goblin was certainly shot in the side of the head in the temple. I asked Pod to do see if he could uh, do some magic the detection, see if he could see anything with the doorway, because they did say that they didn't know the door, the room was there. So right, yeah. 
Um, go ahead, just do magic. In the meantime, Bones is done scoping out the place, so he's going to head in. Okay. And they usher you up as well. Mm-hmm. Two Second pairs of floor, two. Third floor? Third floor. What's that? Two pairs of two. Two pairs. Two pairs of two. Okay, you you can't tell. Nothing's... It seems like this this room is completely fine, other than what's actually in it. Okay. How long has um, the body been there? Um, <coughs> you'd need to investigate. I'm going to try to investigate. Yeah? The ward. The ward that's that around the body. What is it? Um, I want you to... What exactly are you investigating? How long ago this happened? Uh, how long ago it happened? Um, give me... <laughs> give me medicine. Medicine? Yeah. Right. That's fine. Okay. Because you're doing it. Bones would be like... Mm, two pair. Okay, two pair. So you get kind of closer to the body, and uh, you see that this is um, a lighter-skinned goblin than Pod. Um, it's sort of hard to tell how long this has been, but you can tell that it's at least a few days. Uh, yeah. Can you tell cause of death? Cause of death is... Oh, you assume it's going to be the gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that... Can I tell he, if it's that gun? Uh, not immediately, no. Uh, I will say that what... Uh, you'd have to roll something else. Uh, I will say that what he's wearing is um, a vest and a coat and uh, long pants and uh, shoes. And he looks like, you know, not incredibly rich, but not incredibly poor. Uh, nothing very fancy about his dress, but um, you do notice that the pockets, they have something in it. Well, check the pockets. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a... Uh, eh, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead, so <laughs> he's fine. So yeah. you reach in and you feel something glass, and you pull it out. And what you pull out is a vial. Inside that vial is dirt. This is clearly something that held some sort of alchemical material. Pod, (laughs) you know this. This is a potions bottle. Inside is dirt. I look at Pod, shake it. Ah, that. Hand it over. And that's what we'll break. Is it dirt, though? Silver Tongue Audio.